We are having some fun here on the first Amber and Ian ever. Amber and Ian's presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save. 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Those the sweet sounds of Jimmy Buffett. Breaks my heart to hear that he did not, in fact, write Cheeseburger in Paradise about Cabbage Key, Florida, (laughs) which was the story that I shared the top of the show because that was what I had always, always heard. And then we had a listener tweet to us. I've seen it other places now on Twitter that he apparently wrote it about Tortola, someplace in Tortola. Yeah, Tortola. And it was, uh, he actually, I guess, finally disclosed and put an end to all these conspiracy theories, rumors, wherever it may have been. I guess earlier this year. He, At one of his concerts, yeah, he, he, told he actually story, told the story finally. about the cheeseburger in paradise. Well, there you go. So it was not, in fact, uh, Cabbage Key, which is where I was eating on the day. On your I smaller boat. Now, you <laughs> glossed over this earlier, and we, we're not letting you off the hook. So I jokingly said, which boat did you take to the island that you can only get to via a seagoing vessel? And uh-huh. you said, sheepishly. The smaller boat. Which means there's multiple boats right. in the Wilson Florida, household. Man, it's it's Florida living. Not today. We are actually live from ESPN HQ together in Bristol, Connecticut. There ain't no boats in Bristol, Connecticut, but yes, there's a lot of boats in Florida. And some people and, have to happen and, to have multiple. And, you know, some people have have some of them. That, that's referred <laughs> to in my household my household as a different tax bracket. Anybody, you, <laughs> you have to have boats if you're in if you can or you have to have boats. a friend with a boat. I should boats. say. You heard her saying boats. boats. Okay, all right. Can Vanessa we move on, on that, from yeah. this? What are we supposed to be talking you got, about? Let's you, talk you got about the one that gets you from the big boat. boat. You get in a small boat to go to another big boat, and then you get on the other big boat. That's a friend of yours because they're serving steak that <laughs> night. There you go. That's a smaller boat. The small Smart play, if you are around somewhere where boating is an option, is to have a friend with a boat, because then you yourself do not have to take care of the boat, but you can enjoy ah, it. That is the yeah, smart that's, play. That's, 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 that's not my wisdom. play, because my play is I am the friend with the boat. Anyways, let's move on <laughs> to college football. Duke and Colorado have now made their way into the AP Top 25. That, of course, after major upsets by both of those teams over the weekend. Florida State also jumped up into the Top 5 over its big whooping of LSU. Where do you want to start here, Mr. College Football, Ian Fitzsimmons? Well, we can start, if you want, with the game where I was and at LSU, Florida State. And that wasn't a massive upset, but, I mean, what happened in the second half was it was mesmerizing to watch. I mean, it was jaw-dropping. Well, I feel like at the end, I mean, I was asleep, so <laughs> I mean, I, I, I turned it off we at were some all, point. We were all stunned. I mean, LSU's They're up 17-14. It's 17 all, and I think three plays decided that game. Not being able to punch it in off that opening drive, which had a great design and trick play, mm-hmm. You know, meaning trick play. Bradford, the running back for LSU 32, wasn't even on our depth charts. And he damn sure knew Florida State looked at the backfield going, oh, that's not Noah Kane. That's not Josh Williams. They're not going to 32. They flood the zone the opposite way, slip them out of the backfield, and, and it's they're in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Then they have fourth and goal from just inside the two-yard line. They get stuffed and come up with zero points. That that was awful. But they still overcame that. They had five trips in the red zone in the first half alone. So only 17 points. But then the, the changing play for me that switched the entire game, 17 all, fourth and two, right around midfield, Florida State goes for it, 
three by one, three wide receivers to your right where the boundary is, short side of the field, one on the left. They flood all three to the opposite side. Kelly Stoffer did a remarkable job describing this as a former quarterback, our color analyst on ESPN Radio, and they slipped the running back right where all three of those receivers left. We're screaming screen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all saw it. LSU didn't. And on that fourth and two, not only did they get it, they got it to the one-yard line. Punch it in. Next possession for LSU. Jaden Daniels has the pick where Malik Neighbors slips. Rest is history. That's where that game ended on Sunday night. I really thought that LSU was going to take that game. And the first half of that game, when I was watching it and then going on Twitter or X or whatever it's called, people were Xing, I guess is the appropriate terminology. Uh, that's people were Xing about how this, how this game is drunk, right? Because it felt like it was drunk oh, yeah. the first half of the game with both of these teams. And it was great. It was everything you want week one college football to be. And it felt like this is just going to be one of those these drunk, crazy games that's going to end up being hyper-competitive. And then the second half happens and the wheels fall off. And it ends up nothing like I think most of us expected. Not that, I mean, there were people picking FSU, but I don't think people thought picked that, right? Like no, no one no. saw that coming. No. And I don't know if this, at this point, if that says more about FSU and where Mike Norvell has that program headed and, and hey, we are here. Like they are not headed there anymore. They're here. Or is this a conversation about LSU not being at all what we thought LSU was going to be? I, I think you don't discount LSU. They're damn good. You praise Florida State because they played with a reckless abandon and attitude in the second half. And then you have Colorado and TCU. Yeah. I mean, get ready because the hype train is even more so now than before. And I want to see Colorado. One, Travis Hunter, I mean, as as phenomenal as Shador Sanders was at quarterback, Travis Hunter played 129 snaps in a blast furnace of heat, of heat in Dallas. He gave up one catch, and he had over 100 yards receiving and had a pick. That dude ain't human. Mm-mm. He is remarkable. I mean, it, it just even just playing on both sides of the ball, it's crazy. Like, we see, we so rarely see it in college. We see it in high school a lot. We so rarely see it in college. To do it to that level— Woo! On that stage, when we're all watching this team that nobody had expectations for, that has now already matched its win total from last season. Yeah, I said before the season began, if 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 Colorado gets and eclipses their their three and a half game win total, they win four games. Deion Sanders deserves Coach of the Year. Well, hell, he's a twenty five percent through it after Week One. Right? I want to see him play a team that that actually plays defense, though, because TCU in the last three games, Michigan, the Natty, and this one has given up like like what, 160-some-odd points, whatever the hell it is. So be careful with Nebraska coming in and you're not drinking your own Kool-Aid. Right. You're bathing in it right now. And then well, you got Duke Clemson. Right. Well, and then there, there's that upset as well in the way that Clemson looks. When it comes to Colorado, the schedule gets much tougher. There's certainly a stretch here where it could get a little bit ugly. But the thing is, they already won. I feel like at this point, after one week, I feel like Dion's already They're the won. the big winners. Right? They are the they big are winners. The week big one. Winner. It was already successful. You're the AD. You're hugging Dion after the game because you know like this already worked out for us. Coming up next, TNT analyst and basketball Hall of Famer Charles Barkley joining us here on Amber and Ian. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tonight of Amber and Ian. Find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. Definitely find him because he loves social media so, so much. And he's super, super active. I hate you. (laughs) Also loving social media, I'm sure. Hall of Famer Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, so kind to join the show. And anybody, Chuck, can ask you about basketball. So I'm going to ask you about college football because your Auburn Tigers, they hung a 50-burger on UMass. How excited are you that college football season is here? Well, first of all, not just college. Now you got pros, man. I, this is this is like Christmas. I mean, obviously, man, this is the best time of the year. End of summer, football starting. You your whole weekend is planned out. You can't beat it right now. What is it about the great game of football that just cranks your tractor? Because you get so excited every single year for week one in college, and then week two when the pros crank up again. What what is it about it? Well, football is my favorite sport. Football and boxing are my two favorite sports because it just takes tremendous courage to go out there. You know, I played football for one day, and I like I just, I remember the last thing the coach said to me, I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm like, I'm not doing this tomorrow. This is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> like, I just ran into a guy for two hours straight, and I have zero idea why. <laughs> and I said, then I like, yo, you, to, to, to boxing and football, you have to be 100% committed. And, uh, you know, basketball, you can cheat a little bit, you, you know, but when you step on a football field, you have to be all in because it is for grown men. How do you cheat a little bit in basketball? Well, you can rest. You mean, like the ball's not always in your hand. You can rest half the time. Uh, you know, you can play a zone and rest. So you can cheat like that. Anytime you're on a football field, every play, you better have your head on a swivel or you're going to get the hell knocked out you. Charles Barkley joining us here on Amber and Ian. So, Chuck, I wanted, we're talking college sports. College sports today, very, very different than when you played. What are your thoughts on NIL, the landscape of how everything is changing with some of these kids now in college making millions of dollars? Well, it says we as a society, I can't believe we screwed up college sports. It says more about us as people. Uh, We messed up one of the greatest things ever, which is college sports. Because, you know, 99.9% of these kids, they have to go and get a real job. It's really to educate these kids and get a free education. You know, because, you know, one of the great travesties in our countries is what we're charging these kids to go to school. So for a lot of these kids to get a free education, uh, it's, 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 it's their life. 
and we screwed that up with all this. Uh, so in NIL, you know, hey, listen, bless the players who are going to make some money. But the thing that's funny, everybody act like all the players going to make a lot of money. All the players ain't going to make a lot of money. Very few of these players going to make a lot of money. So that's the first lie about NIL. Secondly, you know, the transfer portal has become a joke. I mean, it's a flat-out joke where guys can go to a different college every year. Really, really free agency. You know, because guys are kind of like, wait, we'll give you this much money to come to this school year after year after year. So it's really going to hurt the smaller programs. So those are the first things. And then you got the realignment. And the realignment, hey, listen, it's not nothing can hurt football. Nothing can hurt football. Football is like bulletproof. But I think it's really going to hurt the other sports. When you got Cal and Stanford playing in the ACC, and, man, it's, uh, it's really unfortunate. But, hey, listen, nothing surprises me when it comes to money. But it just says more about us as a society. How can we screw up college sports? That's the thing that's crazy to me. Uh, so I, I feel sad, but, hey, it is what it is. How would you feel about having to fly coast to coast if you were still playing hoop at Auburn? Take us back to your playing days. What's that going to be like for the non-football Olympic-type sports? Because that, that, to me, scheduling is going to be a you-know-what to try and figure all this out. Yeah, I think, like I say, it's not going to matter as much in football because, like I say, they only play one day a week. But it's really going to be hard on the other sports. Like I say, football football is bulletproof. I mean, to fly one day and play a game and get back, private more than likely, you know, it's going to have zero effect. But the other sports is where it's really going to be difficult. And there's, it's just a matter of time before they start canceling sports. Because the price, you know, you, Amber, you mentioned NIL. The price are only going to keep going up. So how many of these cool schools can actually keep up with paying these players? That's been my biggest problem with NIL from the beginning. I'm like, well, it's great for the players, for some of them. But which schools are going to continue to play these uh, numbers? And I think it's just like we're going to start seeing some programs go downhill but also, they're going to start canceling other sports because there's only two revenue sports because of television, football and basketball. No, no disrespect to the other sports, but they're not revenue-driven. They don't have these huge deals television-wise. So these schools, they're going to support their football and basketball program because they're the biggest revenue. But, you know, you got to worry about soccer. you got to worry about lacrosse. you got to worry about hockey. You know, I mean, it's going to be very interesting in the next few years how many of these college sports survive. Uh, but like I say, uh, and listen, just for the record, it, it wouldn't have had a huge effect upon me, to be honest with you, because I knew, you know, I'm going, I knew I, I went to college to play basketball. I wasn't going, I wasn't going to be no doctor, lawyer, engineer, or teacher. <laughs> so, but, but I, I feel bad for the other kids. Because those are the kids who really need the free education, guys who are not going to go and play pro sports, which is 99% of kids in every sport. That money would have had an effect on you, though, because you were one of those players that would have made the big money in those few years at Auburn from all those NIL deals. Who, 100%. But, but what scares me about that, Amber, is there's going to be tremendous resentment, especially in football, where you have to stay three or three years. Guys are going to be making a lot of money, but 
they're not going to be paying the big, ugly offensive linemen who do all the work. You know, like I say, it, basketball is actually different because that's what's going to be interesting. Are you going to pay a kid a gazillion dollars to come there for six months? That's going to be interesting, uh, Some, especially some of these smaller schools. are like, wait, this kid's only going to be here for six months. Am I going to pay him a lot of money to come here for six months? And what kind of success are we going to have? So, But football is going to be different. But the thing that concerns me about football, we're going to pay the quarterback, probably the running back, wide receiver, maybe a defensive star. But if I'm an ugly, big, ugly offensive lineman, I'm like, damn, I'm opening up all the holes for the quarterback and the running back, and I'm just getting like a deal at Arby's or Wendy's and get like free food for the week. <laughs> and this dude, oh, pulling up, oh. this dude pulling up Come in a on, nice Chuck. car. Why is an offensive lineman, first of all, got to be ugly? And second of all, why is it got to be food-related? Well, I'm just saying, you know, I've seen a couple of teams, but they're they, they going to pay these big offensive linemen. They give them, like, free meals at a restaurant. Hey, man, I don't want no free meals. I want some money <laughs> because I'm actually doing all the work. I'm opening up holes. I'm blocking for the quarterback. You're, and, like, uh, but, you're like Jason but, Kelsey when Tom Brady mother rude that offensive line, right? He's like, you try that with me. I will throw your butt in a trash can. I'm up here trying to wrestle a 300-pound man, and you're going to yell at me? No. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, then, and, then, and you driving around in a nice car, and you and, you and Wendy's car. Right? <laughs> it's the little things in life, man. Charles Barkley here with us on Amber and Ian on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. If you could have one football coach in college ball coach your team, to win one game, who would it be? Nick Saban. Well, that was quick, Nick too. Saban, I'm on, he, he, he's the GOAT. He's the man. I mean, you got to get that guy credit for what he accomplished. I mean, he is the GOAT. I mean, obviously, Kirby's on a roll right now. But if you go back and look at Coach Saban, he's the man. He's been the man for double-digit years. Wow, I thought yeah, I, I really thought he I thought he was going to go Kirby, but he and Saban are boys. Thought, you they're thought you tight. had such a good they're question tight. there, and, and really, uh, it was such well, a no. The thing the thing that bothers me about the reason I hate Alabama fans, uh, they went t- they went like eleven and two and thought it was the end of the world. <laughs> that's true. See, that, that and I was like, wait a minute, you guys went eleven and two, and they thought they're like it was Armageddon. That's, and that's why I hate that's why I hate Alabama fans. Going eleven and two, that's the end of the world. Uh, in fairness, Chuck, I mean it's kind of SEC life. Like you, you get spoiled. I, Auburn probably would suffer from that. My Gators probably would suffer from that. We had that kind of run. Hey Amber, Amber, let me tell you something. I bet I made the mistake of betting on your damn Gators oh, the other day. I'm sorry for <laughs> that you. Was, that was <laughs> that was so. That was so painful. I worked with two guys, telling? Alex and Joe Underdog, and I, I texted him. I said, I got to be the biggest damn fool in the world. Why did I bet on Florida? That was awful, brutal. In that altitude at Utah against that defense, ne- call me next time. We have to get to basketball <laughs> with you, Chuck. So I, just hold on a second because we are having too much fun this college football discussion has been too enjoyable here with Charles Barkley. But we have to ask you about basketball. We have to get to Damian Lillard. What is happening there with the Miami Heat? All of that next. More with Charles Barkley. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Back here on Amber and Ian. Find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Kind enough to stick with us for another segment. Hall of Famer Charles Barkley and Chuck Thanks so much for some more of your time. We haven't even gotten to talk to you about basketball yet. So let's go ahead and get to it. This is kind of like the question that Ian asked about football. I want to know, if you were starting a franchise with one current player in the NBA, who would you choose to build around? Oh, it's probably Joker. Uh, it'd be Joker, Giannis. Because I think they both represent what's great about basketball. No frill superstars. Just going to come to work. And you're never going to have any drama. You never hear anything bad about either one of them. Uh, they just come to work, work extremely hard, and there's no BS. So it would be Joker or Giannis. I could, I could live with either one. Yeah, Chuck, you know the city of Philadelphia about as well as anybody. If Joel Embiid said, all right, let's go grab a steak, let's get a couple shots of Don Julio 1942, maybe a nice red wine, and let's talk about my future, what would you tell him about staying in Philadelphia if he asked you? Well, I think he should stay in Philadelphia, but I think they need to move on from James Harden. I think, it, I, man, I'm, you, I mean, you know I live in Arizona, but I'm in yep. Philadelphia all summer. If I had a dollar for every time I've been asked about James Harden the last two months, I'd be in there. I'm like, yo, man, I'm sick of talking about James Harden. I don't know what he's going to do. Then he picks up the option. I says, and I've said it. I've said it on television, radio. It's time to move on from James Harden. And then Joel... And I think the team will be just as good with him and Max and Tobias Harris. Hey, they got to make the best deal for James and keep it moving. I've had enough of the James Harden scenario. It seems like uh, they're taking their sweet time. I don't know if Maury's on the same page as you, Charles Borkley, joining us here on Amber and Ian. So you're sick of talking about James Harden. I'm sick of waiting for Damian Lillard to join my Miami Heat. Chuck, what do you make of that whole situation? I think we're on day like 72 or something of the – Damian Lillard watch. Yeah, I love Dame, but I thought that was really unfair. As much as the Trailblazers have did for him, to try to hold them hostage and like give him pennies on the dollar, Miami don't have anything to give up a Dame Lillard. Now, I can understand if Dame wants to leave, that's fine. He has that choice. But he can't dictate where he goes. That's not fair to the Portland Trailblazers. You know, they've been great to him. His entire career, he's probably made more money than any NBA player up to date. So they, they, they've done right by Dane. But to say I'm only going to go to a certain team, I don't think that's fair. I mean, wait wait a minute. Dude, we've given you, you, the, you the, he's been the highest paid player in the NBA the last five years. 
what do we get taking pennies on the dollar? That's not fair. And uh, I'm glad the Trailblazers are holding out, to be honest with you. Like, hey, yeah, we'll trade you, but, like, we're just not going to take any trash back just because you want to go to Miami. Charles, it's not trash. You're killing me. It is not trash. Multiple first-rounders. Guys like oh Tyler God. Hero you mean, you know, in the deal. Know, wait, Tyler mean, Hero you know, wait, wait. is early 20s, a 20-point-per-game 20 score. It is not trash, Chuck, what the Heat can offer. And that's straight up. That's they, not even they, without they, a third they, team. They, they, Amber, they made it to the finals without him. But that still they doesn't negate. They made it to the finals without him. It still doesn't negate hey, what let me somebody tell you would be getting hey, them. first-round draft pick, those first-round draft picks going to be like 25, 26, somewhere in there. They're not going to be any good. Come on, Amber, stop it. <laughs> We're talking about a 33-year-old player. He is very much on the wrong side of 30 with an injury history. I just don't know of the markets what the Blazers think it is. That's the Heat fan of me talking. Uh, well, do you know what? There's some truth in that. But they can get some better deals from other teams, uh, some better young players, because they're in the rebuilding mode. To get draft picks, that then like they were going to get lottery picks. You know Miami's a pick. They were in the finals last year. Their pick next year is going to be like 31 or 32. And they're, as long as they got Spolster and Butler and Bam, it's still going to be in the high 20s. So those draft picks aren't any good. And listen, Tyler Hero is a good player. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to – listen, I, I I told my Sixers, go get Dame Lillard. If I got Dame Lillard and Joel Embiid, I like my chances. Why wouldn't they do I that? I do. I like, my, I like my chances. Why wouldn't they do that? Well, I trust you telling me. I've been saying they're like, cause, and then they're saying like, uh, and I like Tyrone Maxey. I do, I do, uh, uh, I do. I like him, but like, if you don't get Dame Lillard, you give me Joel Embiid and Dame Lillard. I'm like, we're better than last year, especially if you can do something with James in that scenario. So uh, it's been a very interesting summer here in Philadelphia. I don't know what the, like. And the, 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 the notion is, you know, you, you know, Amber, you talk about James and uh, Dame. I don't know what the Sixers think they're getting for an old guy <laughs> past his prime. Like, Dame, I risk everything for Dame. This notion that the Sixers are going to get this haul for an older James Harden, they're just stupid. Well, and they did. He did the same thing to them that Damian did. To the Blazers. I mean, James Harden wants to go to the Clippers. He wants to go to one team. He's made it pretty darn obvious. By the way, those two guys, I know we think of James Harden as so much older than Damian Lillard. They are darn near the same age. You're talking 33 and 34 Yeah, but they're not the same. Yeah, hey, hey, all ages aren't created equal. Let's get that out the way. Ask Tom Brady. All, all ages, all ages are not created equal. Hey, hey, Chuck, you mentioned you've been in Philly all summer, uh, and you've had some great summer vacations. This is one of our favorite things to do is just talk about your favorite spots. Now, Amber is a world traveler also. Some of your favorite cities to check out in the summertime are what? Well, Toronto is my favorite city in the world. Chicago is my second favorite. Uh, Toronto is one of the best-kept cities in the world, but Toronto, that's one Chicago to Barcelona, Spain is amazing. I tell you what's really cool, and people need to go there. Munich, Germany is fabulous. Hofbrauhaus. Munich, Germany, yeah, it's fabulous. Dude, how about those women holding like six steins in each hand with mm-hmm. forearms like Popeye? 
Every one of those women hey, can brother. whip my butt. Every one of them. Hey, listen, brother. Anytime, like I say, they asked a guy in court one day why the bank. He says that's where they keep the money. Any any people <laughs> like to drink, they good with Chuck. Anybody like to drink is good with Chuck. Chuck, don't forget that. Hey, uh, speaking of drinking, Texas Alabama this weekend, man. I mean, the, the matchup in college football. You heading to T Town? I know you don't like to roll in there every, uh, you know, uh, when yeah. you're Auburn yeah, Tigers. I don't, go, I don't go down to the. I don't go down to the country unless Auburn's going. It should be an interesting game. The I think country. Alabama gonna beat them. <laughs> yeah, they country. We're, see, that's the difference. At Auburn, we're southern. In Tuscaloosa, they country. What's the that's difference? A big difference between southern and country. What's the difference between southern refined. and country? Right, southern gentlemen, refined. Well, like we we dress up. We got class. We 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 go to church and things like that. Those they working out in the fields. You know, they, they got cattle and cows in their backyard down in Tuscaloosa. And Auburn, and Auburn. No, 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 no. Uh, Auburn's one of the top, top academic schools in the country. Do your homework, Ian. Do your homework. When was the last time you went to church? Well, uh, you know, I'm not a religious guy. I don't. I haven't been since <laughs> my mom made me go. <laughs> like when I was a little kid, my mom made me go. Do you had to sit back there and hope? Hey, do you had to sit back there and hope your mom was the one who went crazy? Because then you, you know your te- your teammate was gonna kill you for the rest for the rest of the week uh, well you, like you did more praying in church that your mother uh, wasn't gonna be the one who went crazy was it is a vegas casino for the super bowl is that considered a holy day <laughs> yeah you know we me and my boys you know i've been to vegas 26 straight years for the super bowl it's the best place in the world for the super bowl so me and my team my guys which we're, we're debating right now uh, whether to go because it's got to be a zoo. I mean, we've been 26 straight years, and it's like the fun trip of the boys. We play golf on Friday, Saturday, even Sunday morning, and we're trying to decide now if we're going to go to that zoo. So I think all 10, 15 guys leaning right now come stay at my crib. Everybody stay there, and we just play golf in Phoenix all weekend. Because it's going to be such a zoo. Because last time we, I went there for a big event was like the NBA All-Star Game. And it took like two hours to go like two blocks. <laughs> so I think we're uh, – so it was brutal. It was one of the worst weeks, weekends of my life when they had the NBA All-Star Game. It's probably going to be worse for the Super Bowl. So I think I'm just going to invite so – I take about 10, 15 guys. We go every year for 26 straight years. And we play golf all weekend and then have fun and watch the Super Bowl. And uh, so right now we're leaning towards everybody just coming to my crib and just let's play golf all weekend and get drunk and then watch Super Bowl at my house. 26 straight years. Amber's one of the guys. End. All I need is the invite. I know I got your hey, address. Let's go. Oh, the, one time, the one time I met Charles They're, Berkeley was many years ago, actually, at the Final Four in Indianapolis in the mid-2000s. And you were having a good time. Is that the best? That, is that the best event? It was so fun. It was one of the best events I've ever been to. I tell people if you're going to like sports, this Final Four, the only thing better than the Final Four is the Olympics. Those two best sport events I've ever been to in my life. And I'm not talking about television. I'm talking about go to the Olympics as a fan. It's one of the coolest things I've ever done. But the Final Four is a close second. If you are a sports fan, go to the Final Four and you'll be like, wow, this is incredible. Those are the two best sporting events I've ever been to. 
Chuck, I agree with you're that. the best, man. We appreciate you joining us here on our maiden voyage. First show here on Amber and Ian on ESPN Radio. And clear something up because Amber doesn't believe me. You love my wife a heck of a lot more than you like me. Well, that's because she's better looking. I mean, you know, yeah, but I know, uh, you know what? We've been, hey, we've been together. I've known you since Alabama. I know. Can you believe that? That's, that's how long. That had to be, that's got to be. Don't say it. What? what? 30. It's got to be 30? 30 years, dude. And that's you still crazy. take my phone call. <laughs> I, I always take your phone call. And not only that, I'm still with those duplices in Alabama. The round table. Lance and Jim like, Donaway and Brown. I still do this <laughs> show all the time. That's how long. We've 30 years, man. That's how long we've been boys, man. And you know I love you. And anytime you need me to be on the show, let's make it happen. Uh, that's all because of Kitty. Hey, we greatly appreciate it, Chuck. Take Thanks, care. Chuck. Okay, hey, y'all have a great one. And War Damn Eagle. <laughs> I don't know about all that. That's You're a bridge prince. too far You're for this prince. gator girl. Uh, he is great. He apparently does like Kitty more than he likes you. I have yet to meet your lovely wife, and yet I also like her more than I like you, Ian Fitzsimmons. But this is the first night of Amber and Ian, so we are stuck There's together. For a very, very long time, hopefully forevermore, uh, as the run of this show is going to go. And coming up next, we are going to debut a brand new segment on the first night of Amber and Ian, one that you will get from time to time because Ian Fitzsimmons is full of stories. So up next, story time with Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm just mouthing the words to you. You're not, you're not supposed to reveal it to America. <laughs> Well, you're a parrot head. I'm trying to, I am, but I'm trying to spare them. I'm trying to let them listen to Jimmy Buffett, not Amber Wilson. Trust me, they want to listen to Jimmy, not Amber. That's the reality of it. Find me at Amber W Sports. Find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. The first night of Amber and Ian. We have done shows together before this, but only a couple before this when we were filling in on the morning show this summer. And so this is our big debut. We're getting to know each other. And the one thing that I already know about Ian Fitzsimmons is that he's full of stories. Well, and, and I'm technically challenged also. Well, there's that as well. You yeah. were, I think you were we'll with get to me. all your challenges, all your shortcomings in life. <laughs> Don't you worry. How my bride has stayed with me for nearly 20 years of marriage. Yeah. And reproduce with me twice uh, is yeah. they're all questionable decisions. <laughs> but you were with me that, that, that one morning where I had to wake her up at like three thirty central time mm-hmm. because I couldn't figure out how to connect the TV system equipment we right. had to it to was, do your job because we were on TV. Yeah, we were uh, on national television in the morning that morning and national radio, and it wasn't working. Your equipment was yeah. not working on the television side. I got to wake my wife up because I'm in no the You had no idea what you were doing. She comes in, pushes one button, and there it is. And then she looks at me like, you are unbelievable. As she <laughs> meanders away back down she the hall to go to bed. She pressed the power on button, and we were up and running at 3.30 <laughs> so in the morning when you got ha- her out of bed. Yeah, those happened to me. So there you go. So go <laughs> so ahead. So that is one of Ian Fitzsimmons' stories. But don't you worry, America. There are many more. This is the segment we like to call Ian Storytime. It's Storytime with Ian Fitzsimmons. Right, so most of these are going to come from the road. <laughs> I, I mean, like I promise you. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's normally something that happens to me on you know, our college road trips, LSU, Florida State. There are plenty to get there. We, we went to Disney, uh, as most of the crew did on Saturday. We have stories from there, but that's not what we're going to focus on today. So you and I fly up late last night, mm-hmm. get in, meetings today. Uh, it was it's the, the entire launch of the new lineup. It was a blast, but I had some technical issues. That's why I told that 
brief technical story how much of a just a moron I am when it comes to technology. So I have not been able to access work stuff mm-hmm. because my password won't change. I have gone on four different times over the last couple of weeks, changed the password, and then when I go to log into our secure site of home field to get stats on teams or whatever, login denied, 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 nonstop. So our producer, James Steele, was with me on this one. He goes, all right, look, dude, you're, you're, you're doing something wrong. Let's just call the help desk and figure this out. Okay. I promise you we're going to change the password, and it's going to – they're going to say everything's fine, and it's still not going to work. Mm-hmm. 22 minutes and 34 <laughs> seconds. On with Kendrick, who was amazing, from the ESPN help desk. <laughs> he has actually got control of my screen. Oh, wow. And, you need and, this and, much help. And screening. Yeah, we had to do like, what was it called, James? Like some shared thing or whatever? Oh, yeah, they had to, yeah, they had to like, like, take control of everything. Take control of the computer. <laughs> yeah. And so what happened? The password was changed. Yeah, you changed. I think you changed it like three. I, I felt it felt like you changed it three times today. And ev- and so and finally, Kendra worked. goes, "All right, man, look, let me do this." Does it? Password comes up all greens changed. I went, Kendra. I promise you, when we hang up, this is what's going to happen. And this is what I'm trying to fix. Is that it's going once you leave, and we log off. And I'll log back on. He goes, well, sometimes it takes a few minutes. I'll log on in a few hours, Kendrick, if you want me to. But I promise you, it's not going to work. This is not on me being a technical moron. Mm -hmm. He laughs. But you have quite the track record. Exactly. In fairness to Kendrick. No doubt. I don't know where Kendrick is because this is a huge company, but he's probably heard your reputation. Kendrick was so thrilled to hang up with my sorry (laughs) butt. I mean, he sounded like relieved through the phone to say goodbye. What happens? We log off. James, what happened the moment after we logged on and tried to log back in? It's like you don't exist. It didn't work. Whatever ha- whatever he did didn't work. Well, I also don't Amazing. exist. So here I am at this company. Exist. 22 minutes, 34 seconds. Uh-huh. The 88th time I've tried to do this, and it still did not work. And you know what? For me, it was vindication. Because I am not the problem. There's something else going on. And I'm just glad to still be here to know that I'm still employed. Because the last time I tried to log in, it said domain locked senior administrator. So maybe after this show, the maiden voyage of Amber and Ian, I might get called to the Turk and have to be told to bring my playbook. One and done? Could be one and done. It could be one and done. Seen it a lot of music. See, I have figured out how to circumvent the entire system because I, too, cannot get into any of our systems here You're at making ESPN. making me feel so much better. At all whatsoever. I have spent so much time on the phone with Global IT. I cannot even tell you. I have wasted days of my life on this thing. So I have since given up. I do not have an ESPN you email. You flag us? I have given up. So I think what's happened here, though, I figure, because like I don't exist, right? So they can't fire me. Because they, you know, I mean, now given like the check, it still gets a deposit. I check, you know, direct deposit. I'm like, all right, it's still there. I don't know where it's coming from. I cannot get my pay stubs. You know, like you're for the life of me. Where they just, you know, I think I might be, but <laughs> they they're still stay- paying me. I think both Amber and Ian is <laughs> what we're stapler. learning. Is like we are with our stapler, and we're just getting pushed further and further down. I'm waiting on Lundberg to call me out. I, I mean, I really am, but. 
Bottom line is, I am thrilled that you also have these issues. Are these mics even on? Is this why they put us together? I am vindicated. I I really feel liberated right now that it's not just me. Mm-mm. IT Kendrick couldn't figure it out. James Steele couldn't figure it out. Mike, you're an aga. Technical whiz couldn't figure it out. Amber, you're having also... It, I am. I feel phenomenal hey, right I now. I cannot get into anything. Nobody believes me. It has been a problem since I went full-time with the company at the turn of the year. So I have since given up, and I'm like, all right, I I'm, I'm, guess I'm here, but this is just no how it's going No they paired us together. This is why they paired us together. And now we are in some dark basement <laughs> together with only our staplers.